In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done. Like as also be thy thoughts, which are to usward. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. So writes the psalmist. This morning, we praise a God who is always to usward and whose thoughts are always directed towards us. We honor a God whose unceasing concern for humanity culminates in the inexpressible mystery of the Word made flesh. We give unending thanks to the heavenly King who clothed himself in our flesh and dwelt among us so that we might be clothed with his deity. What a great mystery it is that the one who governs billions of galaxies like our own, who orders the vast expanse of interstellar space, emptied himself and came among us so that we may cast off the rags of iniquity and put on the robes of immortality. St. Augustine revels in the mystery that Jesus Christ was created of a mother whom he created. He was carried by the hands that he formed. Christ, the eternal word, babbled inarticulately from the manger. The psalmist is right. Our words fail to fully express the wondrous works of God. You may notice how the priest kneels as the creed recites how God became incarnate and was made man. We kneel out of reverence for the miracle of the incarnation with the acknowledgement that our posture more than words may better honor the mystery of what God has accomplished in his coming. Although words fall short, they can point us in the right direction. St. Basil the Great encourages us to strive to understand the mystery of the Incarnation. He says, the reason God became flesh is to kill the death that lurks there. As diseases are cured when medicine is absorbed into the body, and as darkness in a house is dispelled by the coming of light, so death which held sway over our human nature is done away with by the coming of God. He continues, As ice formed on water covers its surface as long as night and darkness last, but melts under the warmth of the sun, 
so death reigned until the coming of Christ. But when the grace of God our Savior appeared, and the Son of Justice rose, death was swallowed up in victory, unable to bear the presence of true life. How great is God's goodness, how deep his love for us. How wonderful it is that God is to usward. St. Basil's imagery is compelling. The incarnation is like the sun rising in springtime, causing the thick ice to groan and crack as it melts away. The great thaw of all creation begins with Christ's coming. We can imagine the incarnation as a red-hot ember placed at the very center of our frozen world, forever radiating its heat outwards, melting away sin and death. Like St. Basil, St. Athanasius grapples with the magnitude of what God has accomplished in his coming. He says God's coming to dwell among us is similar to when a great king enters a large city and takes up residence in one of the homes. The city and its citizens are elevated and deemed worthy of high honor. Enemies and bandits can no longer harm them. The city is entitled to total protection because the king takes up residence in a single home. So it is with Christ, the monarch of all. For now that he has come to our realm and taken up residence in one body among us, from this time forward, the whole conspiracy of the enemy against humankind is checked, and the corruption of death, which before had prevailed against them, is done away with. God assumed a body in Christ so that he may adopt us as children and make us like himself. We are more than citizens in his city. We are his children. God, St. Augustine writes, wants to make you God by the gift of adoption. For just as he, through being humbled, came to share your mortality, so through lifting you up, he brings you to share his immortality. God became man that we might become God through adoption. St. John revels in the mystery of our new relationship to God. See what love the Father has given us, he writes that we should be called children of God, and so we are. Beloved, we are God's children now, and we know that when he appears, we shall be like him. God ennobled the flesh he assumed and made us children for all eternity. The incarnation happened for us. How then do we, God's children, respond to its incarnation and our adoption? 
What's the proper response to the one who did not count equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness? As children of the Most High God, we are to imitate the humility revealed in his incarnation. God's most decisive act on behalf of humanity was one of self-emptying humility. We as Christians must go and do likewise. On this day, St. Ephraim writes, when the Lord of all came among his servants, let the Lords also bow down to their servants lovingly. On this day, when the rich man was made poor for our sake, let the rich man make a poor man a sharer at his table. On this day, a gift came to us without our asking for it. Let us then give alms to those who cry out and beg from us. Today, deity imprinted itself on humanity so humanity might also be cut into the seal of divinity. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.